Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am Andy Ruther, coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey No Chill Prano. Hello, Andy. What's going on, man? Oh, the struggle is real, bro. Travel, I got right after we talked on Monday's episode, we, uh, we ate the fish and shrimp that we caught that day, and I'm pretty sure I got horrible food poisoning. So you cooked? I didn't cook anything. The fish and shrimp you caught, and then I got. Who cooked it? I don't even know. Uh, it was a mixed bag of people in in charge of cooking different parts of the meal. Tuesday though was game over for me. Tuesday was a disaster. Just water, double ended water, double George Brett, face, ass. Water, 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 water. Just a fountain. I was just a Bellagio fountain. Just water out of all ends. Well, I called you Tuesday. I thought you were dying. Well, I woke up with a terrible sore throat and was like, ah, like had no voice. Couldn't talk in the morning. Terrible sore sore throat. And then was like, oh, well, I'm fine other than my sore throat. That's it. I guess I just have some sore throat. I'd swam every day there. And like the, the day before in the pool, I felt like I just had a little like something in my throat. So I thought that might be it. And then, no, it was apparently just working its way down from top to bottom. But right before the wild card game started, I started vomiting everywhere. And I spent the whole night in bed watching the game. Diarrhea, vomit, wild card. Diarrhea, vomit, wild card. That's well, it. Well, the good news is the Cubs lost for you. Yeah, yeah. My evening was basically Jason Hayward's game. Just <laughs> shitting the bed, vomiting the bed, yeah, pissing the bed, not helping anybody whatsoever, ruining lives, ruining nights. Basically, the contract I signed with the piece of shrimp that ruined my life was the contract that the Cubs signed with Jason Hayward. If you can believe this, Andy, I didn't get any apology DMs. I didn't get any. The Cubs fans watched Jason Hayward end their season. Nothing. Not one. You were right. We shouldn't. They owe him another $100 million, by the way. I think more than that. I think they still owe him more than $100 million. This is his second he year? He didn't start. This is his third year. Third year in that contract. He didn't start that game. They brought him in to pinch hit. He K'd. He came back up later in the game. Pretty sure he either grounded into a double player or just grounded out weakly. Two huge at-bats. Take his dump. Did you see the stat they showed while he was up? Um, I'll be honest. I, I, had, my sh- I had that show in that night. In the history of the game of baseball, he has the lowest postseason average with a certain amount of qualifying at-bats. Ever. Out of anybody. Ever. Plays good defense, though. Last guy. <laughs> Zero. Where do you rank from zero to everybody? Zero. I rank zero. Yeah. That's it. The worst. 
But I think any rational Cubs fan would realize at this point it was a bad contract. You think? He's due $100 million more dollars. He's due. I mean, you saw the tweet that I tweeted from Dirty Sports, right? Let's see. Let's see what we got. I mean, this is unbelievable. Let's go to media because I posted a picture of it. He's due more than that. Next year, 20. 2020, 21 million. 2021, another 21 million. 2022, 22 million. 2023, 22 million. He's due over $100 million. $106 million. It's a bad deal. That's going forward. He's already made 22 million, 29 million, 20, 21 million, 22 million, 28, and 28. Well, well, here's the deal, though. I will say a silver lining if you're a Cubs fan. You did, you did win a World Series. Yeah. Not that he helped you win it. Yeah. But you still, like, it doesn't matter. Right. You won a World Series. Well, I guess. If, Moving forward, it does. Sure. Yeah. I mean, exactly. He didn't help you, but he, I mean, he, he essentially hurt you win multiple World Series. Well, who do you like? We're already talking. Well, I'm I'm rocking my Astros hat. Yeah, I'm all in on the Astros. I'm all in. I've been all in on the Astros early. I got in on the Astros early, much like I got in on the uh, Golden State Warriors early. And I'm going to ride this train. Man, I'm going to ride this train. Prano Here's loves the thing. patting himself on the back. Here's the thing. If Bryce Harper signs with the Astros next year because he knows he can't win a World Series unless he joins the best team, I'll be out. I'll be out. If they go ahead and get Bryce Harper, if he pulls a Durant. Is that an option? No, I don't know. But that's what Durant, right? Like Durant took less money to join a team just so he could win. If they if they take Harper to play right field, I'm out. Yeah. But otherwise, I'm going to ride the train. Fuck the Yankees. Fuck the Red Sox. I don't mind the Indians, but fuck people from Ohio who came at me, <laughs> right? Well, you got to shit on my I state, mean, you man. Remember, you remember the Ohio hate I was getting? Fuck you and your sh- shit river. <laughs> fuck the Braves. If the Dodgers win, Chase Utley gets a ring. Fuck the Dodgers, even though he's not on the roster. He's not on the playoff roster, but fuck him. You Wait, can't get they, did, they didn't put that future Hall of Famer no, on the apparently, roster? Apparently they didn't need his clutchness on the roster. Uh, I would I wouldn't be mad if the Brewers or the Rockies. I'll be rooting for those teams, two teams, to make it to the World Series. I predicted uh, the other day Astros Brewers. Uh, um, that's gonna be my prediction. But I'll root for Rockies Brewers out of the NL. But I'm fully on the uh, fully on the Astros train. Who else is in the? Yeah, yeah. I think I covered everybody that's left. Did you see that video? I'm sure you did, right? Of that piece of shit Yankees fan who just flung a full beer. Did you see the tweet I put out? I retweeted on Dirty Sports because I thought it was just classic. Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah. Garbage people. I tweeted yesterday, too. Yankees fans, like every time they cut to the crowd, it's a crowd. This will ruin your life if you're a baseball watcher. Every time they cut to a crowd shot of Yankee Stadium, just count the guys whose jerseys are unbuttoned. <laughs> <laughs> Who wears a jersey like that? What? What is this? A fucking blazer? And you're opening it up so you can dance on the dance floor? Who wears a jersey unbuttoned? 
What are you, the fat kid from fucking Sandlot? And who? Who wears a baseball jersey? Answer me that question. Who wears an unbuttoned baseball jersey? What's the point? It's like wearing a fucking trench coat around. And like you said, who takes a $25 beer and throws it on an opposing team's fan? A trash bag. Like I said, a trash bag who bought that on fucking credit or EBT is never going to pay for that beer anyway because he's a fucking garbage Bronx trash person. I found the dude's Instagram. I went down a deep wormhole finding this guy. How'd you figure it out? Uh, somebody else. Like It was like deep down a fucking messages. Like It was in the replies to the A's tweet about the guy getting shit from them. Like they, they, The A's found the guy who, uh, who got the beer tossed on him. And we're like, he's going to come to a game next year, and we're going to get him tickets, and then we're going to send him a care package. Can we talk and about him for a second? It, oh, yeah. I mean, come on. I think he dyed his hair green at one point. Well, my thing is, bro, you talk about cock. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, I know you're in enemy territory, and you're in Yankee Stadium, and somebody just threw a beer on you. I'm not saying you got to start a fight. You got to turn around and at least be like, what the fuck, man? You can't just stare like a scared little cat. Yeah. I mean, what's he? What's he gonna do though? He it seemed like he was solo. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But you gotta be like, dude, what the fuck? I mean, people were cheering it around him. Like, I, I you know, you gotta, you also gotta know your fucking. Yeah, but you, here's what you do. I, I understand. But that's my point. You, you, you gotta know your surroundings. But you have to. Turn but if he goes, fuck you, does he get a whole bunch of shit from the A's and everybody's feeling bad for him? You know. No, I think I think he does say fuck you. Even if a fight breaks out, you'd assume security's gonna be there pretty quickly. Yeah, after he gets punched in the face a couple times. He didn't look like he was like really living his best life already. You know what I mean? I don't think he needs a couple of shots across the nose. Pretty sure he had at one point dyed his hair green. And then, I don't know, maybe he might have gone with like the spray dye for the game and it started to wash out. Like why? He looked like powder. Why was his hair like, why was his hair sick? You know, actually, when they when they do the kiss game, when they do the kiss cam, Yankee Stadium actually did a new thing. They panned on him, and they call it the cut cam. Yeah. <laughs> the cut cam. I can't even say it. He, look, he looked like the Joker when Heath Ledger gets all wet. Like, why are, we, why are you all? I mean. Who goes to a game by themselves? I mean, he was probably there with, like, a chick, right? And then, like, I mean, who knows? I'm not saying she was a smoking hot chick. I'm saying he's probably there with a cuck chick, right? He's probably there with some, like, Oakland chick he dragged across the country. Guys, if you're gonna go to any sports event, don't go His by yourself. Chick's probably like a tattoo artist, you know what I mean? And he's a he's a graphic designer. The only person I know who goes to the game by himself is him and Fat Jason Kidd. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, if maybe you are, it's a Bay Area thing. <laughs> if you are, yeah, if you are going to go to a baseball playoff game, you should hop on SeatGeek to get those tickets. I was actually looking. Today, obviously, we can't make today's Dodger game. Tomorrow's Dodgers-Braves game, 637. I was looking on SeatGeek. There's some decent t- tickets available. Man. Yeah. What like what what are the prices for the games tomorrow? Not too bad. Like, I think I think you get a decent seat for like 60 bucks. I'm debating going. 60 bucks tomorrow for Dodgers. Okay. Dodgers, Braves, NLDS, game two. Kershaw's pitching. So that's another reason. So, who are you rooting for, and who do you think will 
will be there. I'm going with Astros to get back, and I'm going. I don't like the starting pitching of any team. Well, before we do that, let me finish explaining oh, how great SeatGeek is, Prano. Dirtballs, you too can take advantage of this great offer with SeatGeek. In fact, if the tickets are 60, Joe, we drop promo code DIRTY, we get that $20 off. You guys get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. That's a third of a $60 ticket if you go to the game alone. That's right. Right? And I see in the comments section, I believe that's Bo Blaha. He said he got tickets for Game 3 in Denver via SeatGeek. Nice. Thank you for supporting the show. Uh, who do I like? Sadly, I think the first of all, I to be honest, the truth is I don't know shit about baseball. I think the Dodgers, though, talent wise, right, they're very deep. I do know that much. I think it will be, uh, I'd say, right, them or the Brewers have the best chance to make in the World Series. Okay. I like the Brewers. I don't love the starting pitching for anybody in the NL now. That being said, I don't like it in terms of being World Series winning worthy, but the Dodgers probably have the best three-man rotation left uh, in the NL. And but I'm going because I don't love the starting pitching. I'm going with the best bullpen, so I'm going to go Brewers Astros. That's my prediction, and I'm rooting for Astros. And Brewers or Rockies, I'd be I'd be fine with if the Rockies. Man, I'd be fine with them. And then honestly, if any of those teams got to the World Series and won it, but I, like I said, I'm ant, like I'm strongly against all the other teams except for Cleveland. But honestly, fuck Ohio too. Can I say something to kind of piggyback? I don't know if you had a chance to listen to Dirty Slides at all. I didn't. No, but, but I want to say I want to kind of piggyback on something that Nate Craig said because I think it was a valid point. Nothing against the you know Rockies fans and. We just talked about Bo Blaha. Is there a franchise who anyone cares about the least outside of their city? The, the argument is, like, you always forget the Colorado Rockies exist, in my opinion. Like, even more so than the Miami Marlins. Yeah, but, like... Like, they're up there, man. But, but like, on, first of all, Miami Marlins, no one cares in Miami. No, I agree. You can't take it away from Colorado that people in Colorado care. That's what I'm saying, outside of right. Colorado. But then, I feel like so many teams, like Nate Craig's Brewers, does anybody care about the Brewers outside of Wisconsin? Yeah, but I, I think How they're, many they're Brewers, like a forgotten team, is my point. But my The Rockies every but year. Like a, 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 I'm saying, the Brewers. Does anybody care about the Brewers? Anybody care about the Texas Rangers outside of Texas? Anybody care? Like, There's a lot of teams I feel like fall into that. How, I didn't listen to the episode yet. How deep did Nate Craig dive on the uh, Milwaukee Brewers roster? Oh, he doesn't know anything about the team. Bet he owns a Brewers hat. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It was a pretty amazing podcast because he straight up said, I don't follow baseball. And I said, well, you're on a baseball podcast. And I just like, whatever. This is your show to run, last. But I have watched Packers games with Nate Craig. People care about the Packers outside of Wisconsin. Sure. Do people care about the Brewers outside of fucking Milwaukee? Do people are is there anybody that is there any strong fan bases like are there Diamondbacks fans traveling for games? But I don't think it's just that care. I think it's again, it's like a forgotten franchise. I would I would agree with that assessment that the Colorado Rockies are kind of a afterthought. Even teams that suck on a consistent basis, like they're not 
an afterthought. Does that make any sense? I think one because they're newer. Yeah, I think because they're newer. But that that's the credit I'm gonna give the Rockies is like they're newer, and I think that they get more love than newer teams that like like newer teams. I think they get more love than the Bra the the Rays. I think they get more love than the Diamondbacks. I think they get more love than the fucking you know like expansion teams. Uh, but the Brewers aren't new. You know what I mean? Like Brewers are an old team. Like no one gives a fuck about the Brewers. Yeah, but the Brewers have they have more. Do they? What do they have more of? Bro, they got the slide. We, th- we talked about the slide they on got the Dirty fucking slides. slide. They got chocolate bacon and Rocky. Like, I'm saying, I don't mind you taking shots, at, but like, they I'm not, have- I'm not even taking shots. No. My, 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 the point is that people just forget about the Colorado Rockies as a sports organization. My argument is, I don't think people forget about the other teams in that city. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Nobody forgets about the Nuggets. Obviously, nobody forgets about the Broncos or the Avalanche. I'm just saying, the Rockies are kind of just like, oh yeah, that, 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 that's right. They're a team. I don't. That's. I think. I think way more. In my opinion, this is my opinion. Way more than the Arizona Diamondbacks. Way more. Really? The Diamondbacks still had an epic World Series with the Yankees in two thousand. What two? I bet you, if you asked a lot of people, they wouldn't fucking know that. I just. I. I. I think there's an expansion situation, but like, I don't know. Like, what baseball fans are like? Oh yeah, the Rockies are a thing. No, sure, they're not the Broncos to Denver. Just like the Brewers aren't the Packers to Milwaukee. Sure. Just like, you know, the fucking, I don't know, White Sox aren't that to Chicago. All I'm saying is I do myself kind of forget. Like, oh, yeah, the Rockies. I don't I don't forget a lot of the other franchises. That, that, in fact, I would actually say that's the franchise I forget the most in baseball. Really? Yeah. Because because the Rays are known for a lot of bad teams and playing in a shithole stadium that no one goes to. So it's like, that's what they're known for. Same for Miami. Miami's known for winning the two titles and then no one gives a fuck. Like, those are things, like, if you said, oh, Ruther, what are the Colorado Rockies known for? I'd be like, Larry Walker? Andres like, Colorado? Like, but, like, but like, playing in a shit stadium, how about playing in, the, the, you the, know, a launching pad? Well, and, that's what I'm saying. Having the highest attendance in baseball and, you know, like... The Rockies have the highest attendance in baseball? For a long time, they were like, right out of the gate, they were breaking records. People love the Rockies in Denver. That's my, that's what I'm saying. Like, more so than a lot of teams love their home team. No one goes to fucking Padres games. But again, I'm not dis- I'm not debating the love of any Rockies within the state of Colorado. I'm saying- It's a weird hot take. It's just- Especially coming from Nate Craig, who's a Brewers fan. I bet you, I would say the Brewers are the team I forget most. It, it's just it, they're just an afterthought. That that was that was the point. What is going on outside? Can you guys hear? Leave it in the comments. Can you? Guys I mean, hear? Rockies fans are trying to claw up your the, your wall. That's what's happening. What is going on outside in Savage Town? I mean, they're destroying some sort of. We should close the window. Yeah, I'll close the window. <laughs> While I do that, you tell me who you like from the American League. I mean, I I think I'm all in on the Astros. Didn't I make that pretty clear? Astros, I think the I think the Astros Indian series could be a better series than maybe a lot of people think it will be. The Indians sort of snuck through the easy AL Central, but I think that I mean it's a baseball series and Francona is great and the Indians were just there a couple years ago. I don't think 
the Astros are looking past the Indians. I don't think the Indians should be shortchanged. I think that the Red Sox Yankees series is going to be a bloodbath. Anything can go. Anything when goes. When you say in, bloodbath, is as far as like high scoring? No, just or, a lot of games, a lot of intensity. The emotion, the emotional toll that a series like that will take on on the players will not be matched in any other series. The pressure in the Red Sox Yankees series for every player will be more than any player faces in the World Series in a, on any team. The intensity will be way, way, way worse. I'd have to agree because with that. Because that, that dickhead that threw a fucking beer at that guy at Yankee Stadium, that's every fan in both stadiums. Yeah. Just bad fan bases. Just, you know, passionate fucking Dickheads. monsters. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think that'll be a, an emotional bloodbath, and I think that gives a distinct advantage to whichever team they face next like Red Sox Astros is like a powerhouse matchup but not if the Astros are coming off of you know five or four potentially an easy six the difference between an easy six and a and a crazy six game series that a Yankees Red Sox might deal with so I'm going Astros and I'm rooting for them I like the Astros my Verlander and uh, Kate Upton are like my couple goal. Like I love everybody. They're, they're I I jerk off to their middle infield. I love Springer. I just I love that team. Their their fucking staff is great. I'm on the Astros. They're a fun team to watch. I know I enjoyed watching them last year. In the How playoffs. come the Astros aren't a forgotten team? By the way? I mean, I know that they just won a World Series, but like before that, are they in the AL? Are they in the NL? Are they in the West? Are they in the Central? Who are these fucking like the Astros have been passed around like a fucking peace pipe? Yeah, but they, you know, the the old Astrodome. It's got Henry Nolan, Ryan. You got Bagwell, Biggio. I'm just saying. For me, again, for me, they're not they're not an afterthought. I, I would agree with you. I would actually say the two big afterthought teams would be the Brewers and the Rockies for me. Yeah. The Brewers, are they in the AL? Are they in the NL? Like They've been passed around, too. But even the Brewers, you're like, oh, yeah, they filmed Major League at old... Uh, fucking- Literally no one thinks that. No one, no one knows that? I mean, people know it, but no one cares. That's not a fucking... It's not a thing? That's not a top 50 thing mentioned about the Milwaukee Brewers. It's not? No. Bernie Brewers, probably. Their fucking mascot going down a slide is probably what they're most known for. Second would be what? Robin Yount? Third? Rob Deere? Or, wh- Paul Molitor? Fourth? That they were owned by Bud Selig's trash ass? Fifth? I don't know. Their ballpark's named after beer? Like we're, we're, like, we're running out of shit, man. I would like to go to that ballpark. Sausage races. I would like to go to that ballpark. Yeah, it's on my list for sure. I was Yoshi was over yesterday, and we watched the the A's. So, did you give us a prediction? Who's your Who's your You're You're going Dodgers. Are you going a rematch? Are you what? going Dodgers Sox? I got w- here. I want Brewers. Okay. You're rooting for the Brewers. I'm rooting okay. for the Brewers. Uh for your boy guy on couch? Yeah, and, you know, small market team. I kind of like that. That's why I was rooting for Houston with that small payroll that they had. Um, you know, I, I have a feeling the Dodgers are going to do well. Although, Dude, isn't, isn't like the Dave Roberts factor just so fun, though? It is. Like, aren't you just waiting for the meltdown? Well, 
I want to say this. Tell me if my take is a bad take. They've won six straight NL West titles. Yeah. They've made it to one World Series. Yeah. Now, it's nowhere near to the level of the Atlanta Braves in the 90s. But dare I say, they're headed towards Atlanta Braves 90s territory. Uh, 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 as far as you win the division every year, yeah. the Braves won one World Series in a 13-year span. Well, first of all, there's two... I mean, two things are is is different. One, half of those were Mattingly already, right? True. For three years of Mattingly, and then they oust Mattingly. Then they bring in Roberts. But the difference is... Those Braves teams, I mean, fully built on pitching, on, on pitching, and a farm system. Everybody fucking came up. I mean, obviously they brought in Maddox, but like. But my argument is, it's it's not even about the the formation of the teams. But it's it's this choking in the playoffs. I know, but like the difference is, the Braves never had the opportunity to go. Well, they're just going to get Manny Machado. Yeah. Like they weren't just like in the playoffs every year. Every year they would lose to, uh, like they lost to the Yankees in the World Series. They lost to the fucking, you know, the Marlins in the playoffs. So like every year somebody's going like, we're just going to go get this guy. And the Braves are like, we still have fucking Maddox and Smoltz and Glavin. Let's hope for that works out. And Chipper, Javi Lopez, Andrew Jones. Maybe this is our year that those guys fucking figure it out. You know what I mean? And then it's like, the Padres are like, we got Kevin Brown. Fuck you. And they're like, all right, well, that's a, here we go. So the Dodgers, the the reason that Dave Roberts is a fucking clown is because what do you need, man? You had to play 163rd game to win the division. What what do you need to win the race? You're in. You just tied a foot race. Where you were in a Corvette. Some guy's fucking jogging. You drove a Corvette and you tied. You had to go to a photo finish. You suck. If you're on Dave Rob- if you're on the Dave Roberts train at this point, congratulations, you know nothing about baseball. It's easy. It's really easy. You don't know what you're talking about. I, I've been talking to my one neighbor. I don't know if you've met him. He's a couple doors down. He's like the hippie, long hair, real long hair guy. He, uh, he's a cameraman. Diehard Dodgers fan. We had a long talk about Roberts the other day. He he knows his baseball, and that's what we, he was agreeing. Yeah, I go, dude, what's the deal, man? Micromanaging. He goes, I know. It's it, I I get scared. The, the one hundred and like I think the stat was a hundred. This is twenty games before the season ended. They had one hundred and twenty six different starting lineups. But what is his reason? I can I will manage the Dodgers to a World Series. Me, this guy. But what is his reason? Coach. That's what I always don't understand. What is Dave Roberts' reason from never having the same lineup and always doing the insane amount of pitching changes? Here's the reason. Dave Roberts doesn't actually know what he's doing. So if he listens to analytics, then he has a scapegoat. The numbers say this. So I shall do what the numbers say. Okay. Numbers don't factor in that... Your shortstop and your second baseman are a relationship. They are a fucking couple. They are 
they're the closest thing in sports to sexual partners. They should play 150 games together every year. Now, I get it. They signed Machado and they got they they've traded for Machado and they traded for Dozier. Okay. So, fine. They're not going to play 150 games. Start right there. Pick a fucking second baseman to play with Machado and play him every fucking day. Now, if you're going to platoon at second base, great. Let those two guys play together. Why is Manny Machado playing with a different second baseman every goddamn day? The relationship, they you move like this in the middle infield. If, if you know your second baseman can cover this much ground, then you don't have to cover that much ground. That's why Robinson Cano was a perfect fucking second baseman for Derek Jeter and A-Rod was a perfect third baseman because both of those guys are better shortstops than the shortstop. They're like, stand there, look pretty, get clutch hits, don't get in our fucking way if a ground ball's literally anywhere near either side of you and we will take care of things. Manny Machado's out there going like, Max Muncie, Max Muncie has fucking zero range, Chase Otley's 100, Dozier, like, Kike Hernandez... How, how are you supposed to know where to fucking play? You're supposed to look into the dugout every fucking at-bat and get some fucking guy on a computer to tell you where to stand? That's not how it works, man. Well, if we went to any Dodgers playoff games, and, and I, I do want to go to at least one, are you rooting against the Dodgers yes. at that game? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Because fuck the Dodgers. I For multiple reasons. One, Chase Utley gets a ring if they win. And two, fuck Dave Roberts. Yeah. I actually want to root for the Dodgers. I look forward to next year rooting for the Dodgers when Chase Utley doesn't get a ring if they win. And Dave Roberts is gone. Problem is, Dave Roberts won't be gone. It's it, it's basically like rooting for the Knicks when Carmelo Anthony is on the team. I was talking to my girlfriend the other day. She's like, you're not really a Knicks fan. You're rooting against them when they had Carmelo. I was like, no. I'm rooting for, I'm rooting for long-term... Actual success. We had no chance of winning a championship with Carmelo, so you have to root for them to lose so he leaves. It's much like when I was talking about politics last year during the election. I was rooting for Donald Trump to win if it was in an election against Hillary Clinton because let's be, let's be a lottery team. Let's bottom the fuck out and start over. The Dodgers need to... That's the problem with that. They won... A division against, they probably won't fucking fire Roberts. And then if they make the NLCS, they'll probably stay. Good, good. Keep them forever. Go for it. Keep them. Keep it. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know, dude. I don't. I don't have that. I mean, they they took a big dip this year. Even though they signed fucking everyone. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Even though they added a more talented all-around roster. How many fucking great players do you need to win? Well, that that young kid, what's his name, against the Rockies, he did throw a gem. Bueller? Bueller. 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 Yeah. But they're going to need more than Clayton Kershaw, who has also been suspect in the playoffs. Right. And also is a little older. What do you call him, Peyton Kershaw? Yeah. There you have it, Prano. That's that's the old MLB playoffs preview. Did I make any predictions? Uh, well, no. Uh, I don't know. Did you? Who are you rooting for out of the AL? Who's your AL team? 
I'm going to root for the Indians. I'll be a homer. Okay. Uh, an Ohio homer. There's no Indians, Reds, hate? Yeah, it's a pretty good rivalry once they start doing interleague play. I remember, I remember it was such a big deal the first year of interleague play. The Indians came down to old Riverfront Stadium with Albert Bell. Remember those days? Yeah. When they were really good. Uh, I don't think there's any hate. I mean, I... In a way, I... I like I really wanted the Indians to win against the Cubs a few years ago. Yeah. But I think we all did. Yeah. So, but I don't know. Like I don't know enough about the team. All I know is that the Red Sox are really good. The Astros are really good, and the Yankees also won 100 games. But goddamn, you're right. Well, I I watched that whole game last night with Yoshi. We were both rooting for the A's. You're you're right. Every time they they pan to the fans, it really makes you hate Yankees fans. Yankees, when they show Yankees fans, they come in like only so many styles now. They come in like fucking douchebag, like like with work clothes on with like a vest over it and like just a Yankee hat. It's like, dude. You knew to bring your Yankee hat to the office, but you couldn't like, bring a fucking jacket. Like Rudy Giuliani, you saw him yeah. back it's on like, home. I hate the fucking, like, uh, the only thing I could manage to fucking, like, I totally forgot we were going to a playoff game. So I just came straight from work, threw on a fucking Patagonia vest, and then bought a ball cap while I arri- when I arrived. And then, like, the fucking guy with his jersey unbuttoned. Which, to me, is either, like, a Guido from New York or, like, a Puerto Rican. Yeah, like like they they kind of fit that same stereotype of the unbuttoned jersey, maybe the chain, talking shit with the backwards hat. Yeah, throwing beers on people. Yeah, fuck the Yankees. I do want to go to a game in Yankee Stadium though. I'm I'm bummed I never went to a game in the old stadium. Yeah, you should be because this one is trash. Why'd they get rid of it? Because they keep fucking gotta sell luxury boxes and the whole thing and. Blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we just went to Wrigley. And honestly, probably some sort of crazy construction, tax, mob, fucking kickback situation. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there's layers of reasons. We just went to Wrigley, and I know it's old, obviously, but I had such a good time. And you don't have the amenities of the new stadiums. But to me, that's what I love about a place like Wrigley Field. Old Yankee Stadium was great. I mean, it was filled with trash bags, but it was great. I loved Old Yankee Stadium. I I went to dozens of games at Old Yankee Stadium, and there was it was truly was always something special about walking in there. What was a Mets Dodge? I'm um, not Mets Dodgers. What's a Mets Yankees game like going as a Mets fan at Old Yankee Stadium? Um, it was. I mean, it wasn't walking into Philly, you know, as yeah. a Giants fan or as a Mets fan, but it's not far off. Yeah, they're garbage, but. As a Yankees fan, they probably hate the Red Sox more than they hate Mets fans, yeah, right? Yeah, but I mean, they're throwing beers on A's fans. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? They're, the, the the Yankees thing is, again, it's like it's like the divide, too. Those two different that, – that's why the Yankees are even fucking worse because, like, their fans are separate. They're like, uh, you know, a, uh, a black and tan or something like that. You got all the guy, the fucking douche bros, every time you watch a Yankee game, just not even there in June and July, which is why there's never a single person sitting behind home plate until the playoffs. And then the fucking Wall Street bros come, and they all intermingle with the fucking, you know, four-train Bronx trash. I was laughing yesterday because I don't know if you saw, or you were on a flight. Um, the game... Uh, against the A's, sitting in back of home plate, you had Marlins man, 
fucking team cheddar dick and all this. His, is fucking jerseys buttoned. But you had it right. Like, I mean, as far as right next to him was Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. And I, I just was like, oh man, can you imagine being in that section? They weren't talking. Marlon's man, of course, on his phone the whole game. Yeah. Giuliani. Hey, we both support the troops or something. Yeah, man. Well, let's move on to uh, let's move on to some some basketball stuff. Okay. I want to bring back Troy I'm, Moron. I gotta say, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited for NBA season. Have you been catching any LeBron James Lakers? Will you get the Lakers over here? How does that work? Yes, you can. I have a feeling you're going to be over here a lot more. Yeah. Well, I will want to check in on Lakers games, and those will obviously be blacked out. Not never too early to put the call out. If anybody has league pass, slide into my DMs. Well, I get all the Lakers games because of Spectrum. Right. Yeah. Joe Prano stickers and other swag for uh, league pass password. I'm telling you, once that once the TV is up there, we're we're gonna have shit going on while we podcast. I made sure. I got the whole thing set up. Once we get an intern in place, it, it, we're going to be rocking and rolling. Uh, I have not watched any games. I kind of I'm taking the same approach that I took for NFL. Right. I basically watched zero preseason, like none. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I've I'm been, taking that approach. Right. I've been keeping up with the the uh, preseason basketball just because, like, the only reason I hate preseason football is it shouldn't exist. It's just stealing. ACLs and bones and money from fans and players. But basketball, I mean, they need a warm-up, you know? Uh, I'm stoked for this Lakers, LeBron Lakers team. I'm already stoked for the Knicks team. I don't know if I should throw out my Prano predicts just yet, but I'm, I haven't – I'll watch a couple more Knicks games, but I'm feeling a surprise Knicks playoff team. Really? Even without Perzingis to start the year. I uh, I tweeted at your 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 – Arch nemesis. Who's that? Sam Tripoli. Okay. Because he tweeted today. This, where's Sam's tweet? Let me pull it up. Mock me now and I'll accept your apology later. For I tell you, don't sleep on the Clippers this season. While everyone is watching LeBron and the Fakers, the Clippers are loaded with firepower. They have scores at everywhere. We are way deeper than any Lob City squad. Now, I wrote back to him, we need to make another bet. <laughs> yeah. Get on that. I said, no way the Lakers finished with the worst record than oh, the Clippers. Oh, please, let me get involved. But Sam hasn't responded yet. No, of course not. I saw he came at you, bro, out of nowhere last week. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I've said it about Sam before. I'll say it again. They do a fantastic sports podcast. A An exceptional sports podcast when you consider the fact that Sam Tripoli doesn't watch any sports whatsoever. <laughs> oh, besides, besides UFC. Shots fired. They do a very entertaining sports podcast when you consider the fact that their lead guy just reads Twitter about sports. That he's never watched a fucking NBA game that wasn't a Clippers game. That he's probably never watched a baseball game that wasn't a Dodgers game. That he's probably never watched a single football game. He, he just exposes himself all the time as not watching. I mean, his tweet at me the other day. Did you see the tweet he came at me with? I saw it. Did you see my reply? He came at me with, this is Michael Jordan playing against NBA players when he's 21 years old. I was like, bro, LeBron James was in the NBA at 18. What in the actual fuck are we talking about? He was... 
He wasn't playing in some exhibition game against the NBA players. He was in the NBA. <laughs> he was averaging 20 points a game. He was winning his, rookie of the year. His rookie year. Yeah. I Look, man. Don't bet against LeBron. I always say that. I know this Lakers team is young. And they don't have the pieces that the Rockets or the Warriors have. But fuck. Just don't bet against him. I'm going to see how it all fucking shakes out. I, I, You know I want to be a Team D'Antoni guy. No one wants the Rockets to succeed for Mike D'Antoni more than me, but I already think that Melo's going to make the Rockets take a step back. He's a cancer. Yeah. And by a cancer, I mean actual cancer. He's a, He's basically a tumor that infects your team. I think that they're going to take a step back. Daryl Morey is, you know what I think Daryl Morey is? I think Daryl Morey is Dave Roberts that knows he relies on analytics too much, so tries to make gut calls, but doesn't actually have the knowledge to make a gut call. He's like, why wouldn't we add Dwight Howard? I don't know. Have you watched how other people react to playing with Dwight Howard? Have you noticed how fucking your head coach left a team because of the player you just brought in? What the fuck are you doing? Every time I hear Daryl Morey's name, I always think of the book, Tuesdays with Morey. Did you ever read that? Yeah. It's a great book. Yeah. But every time I hear his name, I think of that. I hope he doesn't have ALS. <laughs> no. I would not wish that upon anybody. By the way, completely unrelated. I We have some breaking uh, dirty sports, somewhat related news. My dad just texted me. Yeah. Typical Walt. Andy, comma, why does he do this? How are you feeling? How is your back? Should I send him the link to our current live YouTube podcast to see if he actually watches? Um, I don't know. That might be. I mean, that's kind of up to you. I don't. I don't know how I would feel about that. Like, what? That depends on your relationship. You might just get a text back. What is this? How do I do it? <laughs> like, I don't. You're opening a real can of worms. Yeah, but. I assume he he. Che- I know he checks in occasionally on the podcast, right? Because he said like, oh, on Twitter, no, on Apple, you know, po- the podcast app. Because he's made comments. Oh, I I turned it off a few weeks ago. You're dropping f bombs three minutes in. Fucking Walt. <laughs> That's why I think I should text him right now and be like, "Yo, I'm live on YouTube right now." Like his mind might explode. Get in the comments section. Ask me these questions in the comments section, Dad. <laughs> You want to play Troller Moron? Sure. I don't have the music, but we got to play. And I know, I think I know what you're doing. Do you, do you actually have a clip queued up or are you just going to read the quotes? I'm just going to read it. Okay. It's time for another game of Troll or Moron. Today's Troller Moron is going to be, is going to feature, I'm trying to, trying to send my dad this link, going to feature Paul Pierce. Everybody put high Walt in the comments just in case Walt comes in. Yeah, yeah. Everybody put Everybody high- put Walt, I'm in your garage in your comments. <laughs> Does Walt go click on YouTube right now? Does he understand it? Anyway, today's troller moron is Paul Pierce. He was quoted two days ago as saying this is by the way, before I read his quote, this is more flat earth. Truther? What are they called? Yeah, flat earth truther. Flat earth truther. Or flat earthers. Paul Pierce says, if I take off on a flight, I should be able to get to Russia in an hour if the Earth is moving 1,000 miles per hour. Um, 
So let me repeat the quote. If I take off on a flight, I should be able to get to Russia in an hour if the earth is moving 1,000 miles per hour. The I, I feel like... I feel like Paul Pierce is trolling. I'm I, going troll. I think he's trolling too. I think Paul Pierce is one of the least interesting former NBA guys we've had in recent years. Oh, he's bad. When you He's bad. When you talk about like guys get out of the league and what they do and like and their personality, like Jalen Rose wasn't half of the player that Paul Pierce was in the NBA. I'd watch Jalen Rose read a phone book before I listen to Paul Pierce talk NBA basketball. I think Paul Pierce is trying to make some headlines. I think Paul Pierce is trying to get his name out there. I agree. This is one where I was, right when I saw it, I said, he's doing now, troll. He, he has been a moron many times. Yes. Always, your history as a moron always makes me lean toward moron. But this seems like an over-the-top. I think he's trolling. Yeah. Did you see Kyrie came out and Kyrie came out now and apologized for his flat Earth take? Yeah, I didn't really understand that. You, like, like, what are you apologizing for? Um, did he apologize that like he? And I don't know if he made this clear. He he didn't say whether or not. He like learned his lesson, right? He just was like he didn't say if he was fucking trolling the first time. He just said he shouldn't have said it. To be honest, I didn't read the story. I just saw the headline. Yeah, and it made me laugh that he's apologizing for saying the Earth is flat. I think he apologized to like science teachers and so, shit. So this is where we're at, by the way. This is where yeah. we're at, and I've said this. I've said this on the Dent Report. This is where I'm confused as a society, as a world. We have access. To more information, right, Joe, than we've ever had. Right. Right now, at this very time, in the history of mankind... Fake news. That's what we have access to. Fake news, Andy. We have access to more information. Wikipedia. Liberals. But, exactly. We have people coming up with dumber theories, in my opinion, more than ever, which is kind of wild. Like, you have access to the correct information. Why are people like there's there's a resurgence through I can't believe I'm saying this. There is a resurgence of people who now think that the earth is flat. A resurgence. Yeah. yeah. Um because they can get that information. They people are putting out there like people have forums and stuff devoted to flat. People will read shit and believe it. And so they go on, they go down the wormhole that they want to believe, and that's and they find it, and then yeah. they, they go, oh, okay. Do we want before we do NFL picks? Do we want to talk about this Lamar Odom thing briefly? How what happened to Lamar Odom? He was kidnapped this summer. What? Supposedly troller moron. Then again, who's kidnapping Lamar Odom? Well, according to my sources, and by my sources, I mean radaronline.com right <laughs> black sports online Lamar Odom was kidnapped and in a hostage by bookies over a gambling debt in Oregon okay it, let's get let's get the story I mean this would have been on ESPN right well this story just came out two day or yesterday headline says Lamar Odom in danger Odom kidnapped and held hostage by bookies for gambling debt so supposedly he owed guys 10 grand. 
He borrowed it from some shady guys uh, when he was visiting his girlfriend, who apparently lives in Portland, and he didn't pay him back. And they kidnapped him, but it was like a nice kidnapping. It kind of reminded me of uh, Alpha Dog. Remember how they kidnap him, but he can like party and like yeah. and like have sex with girls. Celtic Pride. Yeah. So yeah. Ba- good reference. So basically, it said they took him to nightclubs and stuff in Oregon, but he was kidnapped because they wouldn't let him leave. Uh, I call bullshit. You're calling bullshit on yeah, this. Yeah, this is a terrible. Like. You, I mean, you've heard Brant Tobler talk about like the bookie thing and like guys running on your money and like stuff like that. He's like, it doesn't help you to fucking threaten them or whatever. Then they get like the cops involved and then blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, I call bullshit. I think Lamar Odom is trying to get back in the news for anything besides being a crackhead. Well, let me see if anybody else has picked up this story. I agree with you. I, I would think the the mainstream media also like. Can you call it a kidnapping if they took you to a nightclub? Okay, that yeah. sounds like some bachelor party shit. These are the latest. Oh no, honey, they they, they fucking kidnapped me and took me to this trip club. All of my friends right before our wedding. Well, this is the latest update. E News headline says Lamar Odom's manager shuts down kidnapping rumors. People Magazine six hours ago as well. Lamar Odom denies false claim he was kidnapped during. Drug deal gone wrong. Oh, that's the latest twist. Yeah. <laughs> now, I can see that. That's actually more probable. Yeah. A drug deal gone wrong. I hate to basically accuse you of being what you just called out, but like, you're basically a flat earther. You read some shit on the internet. You believed it. We're talking, we're talking now, about it on the show. I don't know if I believed it. That's why I said my sources. Yeah. I was facetiously saying RadarOnline.com. Yeah. My point is that's how it happens. Some people put some shit out there. Some people read it. They believe it. Next thing you know, we're talking about. I mean, fuck. Look at the Kobe Bryant video. Has that been discussed? No, let's discuss it. That's a video that was out there for years before we got like the other angle, before we got the Zabruder film. Kobe is such a douche. He is such a douche. I got to say, I don't really love Deadspin. I don't either anymore. I used to. But this... This, uh, and I, I wish I had retweeted it, and I wish I had almost quote-tweeted it and said, like, this needs to be retweeted more. But they put out a great article the other day about, like, why isn't Kobe Bryant a pariah? Like, that basically he admitted to raping that girl and that no one gives a fuck. He puts, and, and I quote-tweeted it yesterday, you know, he's got some new deodorant for athletes or yeah, some shit. Yeah, it, it was around that campaign. He literally puts, when Kobe tweets, guys, he puts hashtag about his new deodorant, Mamba Mentality. Yeah. What kind of douchebag, who nicknamed himself, by the way, which is the first douchebag move, puts hashtag about a fucking deodorant, Mamba Mentality. What a fuck. You're right. Why is he not a pariah? Yeah. That's actually a good, that's a good article. And Deadspin brought up a good thing, which I didn't know. Like, I, I read a statement that maybe I just forgot that I read, but like, he... Basically admitted to raping her. We paid her off. He didn't pay her off. He didn't? No, but there was a, there was, he said, like, in retrospect, she did not give consent. He says this. In retrospect. I got to read the article. He says, in retrospect, I now realize that our encounter was not consensual. But see, this is where I'm, this is where I'm confused. And actually, Yoshi and I talked about this on the Dent Report. This is, this is actually a good point. I, I brought up those issues. 
And, and I was saying, I don't understand. And his argument was, well, it was all about when things happen. I go, but it shouldn't be. Because this whole Me Too, Time's Up age, I, I'm confused. So because his shit happened in, what, 2002, 2003, whenever it happened, 2004, it doesn't matter? This is where I'm confused. But that's where... But it does matter for other people? Yeah, exactly. That's where I'm fucking confused. It does matter confused. for Louis C.K. It does matter for... That's my point. Yeah. It should matter... It shouldn't matter. The only thing that should matter is like what was and wasn't like actually like publicly acceptable. Like words have changed. Saying something, you, it used to be acceptable to say certain things that you can no longer say now. Yeah. It used to be acceptable to say, you wouldn't take your dick out at dinner ever. Like not in the 50s, not in the 40s, not in the 20s. They weren't like, they weren't called flappers because they were flapping dick around yeah it wasn't acceptable to take your dick out and jerk off in front of people now words and what were said is something that has changed through time even the way like sexual relations with women like somewhat but it was never like you couldn't choke a girl and tell her to shut the fuck up while you had sex with her at any time yeah certainly on 2004 but again, that's where I'm just confused. I, I I don't I don't know. And like I said, I will read the article because it's so confusing. He's never dude. He's in L.A. in Hollywood where all the Me Too stuff is the biggest and the Times Up stuff is the biggest. No one said anything when they, when his jersey was uh, retired last year for the Lakers. Right. It's no. It's I'm just, bullshit. I'm just saying, guys. If you're gonna if you're gonna come down on one person, you gotta come down on everybody. And I don't really at the end of the day, I'm like, whatever. My you know, my take is we're all hypocrites anyway. So I don't even really care that much. But what I care about is people trying to call other people out, but then somehow omitting Kobe. Yeah. I it's it's ridiculous. So, so ESPN, this is what I don't get. So ESPN, who who's a very which is a very, you know, liberal organization owned by Disney, ESPN has given him his own kind of I don't know if you, if you follow this right like, yeah, like yeah. his own yeah like uh digital short fucking thing yeah digital content yeah. right this is where it's confusing they're taking all these hard stances on all this other political stuff but no we're just going to ignore that Kobe was charged or accused of rape like what I mean it's the same like again it goes to the hypocrisy of like politics and all that shit like Chelsea Clinton was on the view talking about like how Kavanaugh shouldn't be like what <laughs> like are, are we are we not sure that like you're the daughter of some lesbian who turkey basted your mom while your dad was raping fucking you know campaign workers stay the fuck out of it if you're if you're uh, if you're ESPN and you're firing people over sexual allegations just don't hire Kobe Bryant. You don't have to say this or that. Just don't do anything. Yeah. Like, I just don't know why people fucking get involved when it's like, who the fuck are you? What are you fucking thinking? I was at a bar a couple weeks ago watching the games, and our waitress came over, and 
I was talking to her about like I was like, you don't seem to care about like one of the waitresses was super into one of the games because she was like an Eagles fan or something like that. And I was like, who's your team? And she's like, well, I'm from L.A., so I'm not really a fan because like the Rams are back. But like, I don't really care. And then she's like, I'm a huge Lakers fan, though. And I was like, LeBron. And she's like, yeah, but I was like, come on. You're not one of those fucking people who's like against having LeBron. She's like, he'll just never be Kobe. And I was like, what is wrong with you? I was like, because he won't come in here and rape you one night? Like, who are you people? It's, it's, it just doesn't make any logical sense. It's it's fandom. It's it's this fandom blinds people. Dude, I'm telling you, if if I went if I went to an Ohio State game wearing an urban new jersey, I would get my fucking ass kicked. Yeah, you would. But that's my point. It's it's this blinders of Oh, you know, he didn't know. What do you mean he didn't know? Dude, you can have both things. You can admit that you're a Lakers fan and that Kobe's a rapist. You can admit you're an Ohio State Buckeyes fan and Urban Meyer is a piece of shit who basically didn't put an end or help stop awful domestic abuse. You know, those two things are possible. We can get caught in this wormhole every day about fucking nonsensical people who hate fucking like hate on one thing and do the other thing. You're right, Joe. We I do it every day. That's 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 why the world's going to shit. It's that and that alone. It's like everybody's fucking on their own team and no one cares about the actual fucking good of anything. Yeah. You're all your own fucking team. Well, you know what team I am today? Team flag and anthem. Look at this. Look at bro, this. Bro, I'm even rocking the shoes. It's gotta be the shoes. Look at these. It's gotta be the shoes. I like those. This is a good, good look. It's like a boot. Isn't it a great little look? Yeah. You know how I know it's a good look? You got complimented on it. I got complimented, and you know I tested them out for the first time? WeHo. Okay. How'd that go? Went great. Gay men, no fashion. So I was rocking these last week when I was in West Hollywood and got some compliments on the shoe, the whole outfit. I was wearing a different full Flag and Anthem outfit. You guys can look just as good as Joe and myself by going to flagandanthem.com. You drop promo code DIRTY. You get 25% off... Your first order. You can get some of these great shoes. I love them. They're comfortable. And like you said, they're, they're kind of, it's not a high top. What would you call it? I mean, yeah. It's, I mean. Is it a high top? Basically, it's kinda, it, looks like a, it looks like a casual boot. I mean, it's obviously not a boot, but it yeah. kind of does. It's like a casual boot. I don't know what they call those these yeah, days. It goes, it goes great with my, my flag and anthem, my black denim. So guys, go to flagandanthem.com, drop promo code DIRTY at checkout. You get 25% off. Once again, if you send me a screenshot of using promo code DIRTY, I'll send you two free koozies. I mean, I got this flowery palm tree flag and anthem shirt. I get compliments on this wherever I go. Love it. By the way, it's 2 nothing, uh, y- uh Brewers on a Yelich two-run bomb. MVP, right? I think so. I think so. I mean... Baez made a case. Carpenter was out because they didn't make the playoffs. Um, I kn- I know it's a team sport, but like he he had a good run in there, didn't come through. Uh, I will take uh, Jacob Degrom out of the MVP discussion solely so that we can give him the Cy Young and not talk about it. Um, yeah, it's probably Yelich. Well, Joe, let's get to our NFL picks of the week. Let's do it. I currently hold a two-game advantage on you. I know. We, we've gone back-to-back weeks, I believe, with the same number of correct picks. Yeah. Okay, so week five, 
Bro. Whoa. Season's a quarter over. I was going to say. It's flying right along. Tonight's game, which shit, man, less than two hours. Yep. I better get this episode up before this game drops. The this game it, drops. What did you're, I say? You're fucking, you're a, you're a rapper now? Everything's just dropping? Uh, this game's about to drop, yo. The Colts are at home against the Patriots. Speaking of fucking rappers, I mean, did you see Kanye West dressed up as a Perrier bottle? I mean, have you ever seen something so ludicrous? I did see it. I did not watch any of the episode. Oh, uh, it's absurd. I, I did watch it. It's like, that. that's one of those things. It reminded me of, like, who watches SNL. You know what I mean? Because I was, like, on vacation. There's no Netflix. There's just, like, cable. Yeah. You're like, what am I going to watch? And it's on. The Matt the Matt Damon thing, uh, the Matt Damon cold open as Kavanaugh is pretty funny, and then and then I saw something really funny. Somebody was tweeting like basically that Pete Davidson wasn't in a single sketch for the most part every episode last year. And he was in like seven out of the first nine sketches. It's like just for fucking Ariana Grande. Yeah. Oh he- how SNL has taken a turn. But Lauren Michaels always Th- talks about it. That's why I asked Brady last week. If Pete was still on the show, yeah, because I remember hearing Pete was never on any episodes last year. Lauren Michaels, uh, have you been watching the Norm show? By the way, I have not. Oh, you got him. It's so good. I fucking love Norm. It shows great, but he has he has Lauren on, and Lauren just, I mean, Lauren Lauren almost looks like he can't believe he ever hired Norm in the first place. Uh, but he talks about how everybody's favorite time of SNL is when they were in high school. That's just like when, like. Whenever you were in high school, that's when SNL was like the best for you. Yeah, interesting. That for me, that would have been like Farrell, Sherry O'Terry, Molly Shannon, Tim Meadows, Daryl Hammond. I mean, it wasn't like Crushers. Yeah, I'm not saying that. And like, those are all good people. I always see Tim Meadows. He must live by here. Really? Yeah. He uh, he was washing his car like a year or two ago. At the car wash in Ocean Park, right in back of me. No, oh, Tim Meadows. It took every ounce of me not to go up to him and be like, and and drop like a ladies man line on him. Like he was he was right in back of my car, ready to wash. He he had a sob, just like an average looking like sob convertible. Poor Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows is like in that. He's definitely in that small group. Like Chris Rock always talks about. Ever since he met Lauren Michaels, he was just like rich from that moment on. Like, Tim Meadows is washing his own car? Uh, Tim Meadows is doing all right. He's in, uh, he's, he's still he's in doing a... Going to the car wash all right. Driving a Saab? So they discontinued Saabs, like, eight years ago. They stopped making Saabs. Did they? Yeah. Saabs aren't a thing anymore. Man. Was, is Tim Meadows falling on hard times? I mean, I'm just saying, like, maybe he's fine. He's probably got more money than you and I. Well, of course he does. No, dude, he's he's still in stuff, right? I, I got to go to his IMDb. N- n- I just have to. But now you're making me think the fact that he, he was watching. I mean, I don't wash my own. I wash my own car like once at, one out of every three times I get my car washed. I wash it myself at one of those self-serve places. Oh, he's still doing stuff. He's uh He's on the Goldbergs. He's done 22 episodes. But that's a popular show, man. So he's got a recurring role on that. Mean Girls, 2004. <laughs> how far down the list is that? As far as what? Like how many things has he worked in since Mean Girls? He's he's working all the time. Okay. 
Like all the time. I mean, maybe he's just a blue collar ladies man. <laughs> Likes to wash his own car. Yeah, he's. I'm looking, dude. He's he's working all the time. But uh, the thing about car washes these days is like. When you go to one of those things, it's only fifteen bucks to, to pay for it. It's I only get. fifteen bucks to pay for it, and then it's only like how much does it cost you when you go to the thing? Because like for me, they're always like four bucks gets you like however many. But I got to do it twice. You know what I mean? I'm already yeah. in for eight bucks plus then the vacuum. It's like the difference between fifteen and ten. But like the fifteen, I'm working myself. It's like time's money. Maybe he's just one of those dudes who likes to wash his car. Yeah. But but you're right. There are people who like we. Is that the last time you got your car washed? By the way, the last time your car was washed. Oh, dude, my car is so gross. I, I this is what I'm thinking. I'm gonna wash it one more time before the epic dirt ball sit in. Is that yeah. what we're gonna call it? Yeah. The Corolla sit in. Yeah. Super Bowl sit in. I gotta I gotta get the right lawyer. Maybe I'll, maybe the I think the mayor could probably handle this, as far as all the legal stuff. Great. All right, Joe. So the Colts tonight are at home. This spread has moved in favor of the Patriots. It's currently, we're going to do what, currently I'm looking at, 11 point. Whoa. Yeah. Last time I looked, it was 10, so it's jumped at least a point. Um, Patriots did, where's the game? It's in uh, Indiana. Oh, it's in New England. Mm, I'm gonna go with the Patriots. I'm gonna go with the Patriots too. Uh, if it was in, if it was in uh, Indianapolis, I was gonna take the Colts. I think the spread is too high still, but I don't. You know who's back? Edelman, right? It's gonna help them a lot. Deflategate jo- revenge game. Another weekend of Josh. You know, another week of Josh Gordon getting used to Brady. I mean, okay, that's that's like another week since Josh Gordon has been of actual person, human being that was effective in the National Football League. <laughs> But sure, okay. I mean, I'm I'm going to ask a question. Do Tiger Woods fans tweet "I'm back" when Josh Gordon scores his next touchdown? <laughs> he's back, Josh Gordon. He's back. He was the best player. He was the best wide receiver in football five fucking years ago, 2013. Right? He's back. All he's got to do is score once. Record fucking setting receiver in 2013. I have this feeling. I said the Patriots were going to take a a dive this year. I don't know, man. I got got this feeling coming back to me that they're going to just start putting shit together again. I don't. I mean, I never thought they were going to take a dive. I always thought they were going to win this division. Well, I said that. I think they're going to win this division. I said that, too. But I'm saying this much. When it comes to the playoffs, Prano, who are you going to take? An 11-5 and Patriots on the road in Kansas City or a 14-2 and MVP Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid-led Chiefs? I'm just saying I put all my money on the Patriots. Uh, right now, the way that these two teams are playing, I would bet on the Chiefs. I understand. Look, the only thing that would make me give playoffs, it, man. Yeah, but the only thing that gives me a second of pause is that it's Andy Reid versus Bill Belichick. But the bottom line, exactly. But th- great, that's fine. But like, San Antonio Spurs didn't win the fucking, you know, championship last year. You, there's only so much you can do with so much talent. Uh, Steve Kerr is not a better coach than Greg Popovich. Steve Kerr is not a better coach than Mike D'Antoni. Talent fucking rules all. The 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 weapons on Kansas City. 
with I mean that fucking throw Mahomes made on Monday where he was rolling out and fucking like a like a shortstop fielding a ball over the middle and then jump turn throws across, like come on all, all Andy Reid has to do is stay the fuck out of his own way and they did it in that game like they burn they're burning timeouts early I get it but like the the Bill Belichick will close a talent gap significantly right now the that's a big talent gap. But I think there's a... I mean, they got they got throttled by the Lions. They got throttled by the Jags. I know, and I, and, but that, that's a very... The last, let's be honest. The last time the Patriots... Didn't they make the Super Bowl the last time they started 2-2? Two and two? I, I, I'm just saying, like, like, I was one who said I think they're going to take a dive. And by me, when I say take a dive, that means not make the AFC Championship. But, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to take them as well tonight. Let's move on. Tennessee travels to Buffalo, where the Titans are a five-point favorite. Uh, I'm taking Tennessee. I'm taking Tennessee as well. This that, next, that seems like it could be a close game just because they're on the road, but like the Bills aren't good, right? They're not good. Uh, that Vikings game. I feel like I feel like the, that Vikings game is going to give them a point or two in the spread every week for yeah. like six more weeks. This next game, to me, it might be the most interesting game of the week. Atlanta travels to Pittsburgh. One of these teams is going to end this week with one win after five weeks. Yeah, unless they tie. And then they'll both finish with one win. But uh, this, so here's the thing about this game. I agree that that's what makes it interesting. But I've heard a lot of people say that. Like, this is the game of the week. It's like, they're still both one-win teams. Like, it can't be a game of the week, right? Yeah. Um, what's the spread on this game? Three and a half Steelers. That's tough. In uh, Pittsburgh? Yeah. Man. I'm going to take Atlanta. Three and a half. Th- like, I, I feel like this game goes to overtime. Because I see a field goal game. Yeah. I'm going to take Atlanta, too. They just got, you know, they have no problem. Obviously, we've said this. Would no you problem. say it's a must win for both? Yes. You're at, whichever team loses is out. You're, they're not. They're not a playoff team. Well, maybe Pittsburgh because here's why: the AFC is far weaker. Right. It's just far weaker. When we just talked about it, when I say AFC right now, Super Bowl contenders, Chiefs. You just always have to put the Patriots in there. Who else after that? The three and one Ravens. I mean, the I mean, I, I hate to say it. I don't really believe it, but you, but you almost have to say it because. But like the Jaguars, yeah, they made the AFC Championship game last year. True, they throttled the Patriots. They're they're what's their record? Three and one. Three and one. Okay. I don't think the Titans are Super Bowl contenders, but I think the Titans are. I mean, you look at. I mean, just fill out the six teams. You look at let's let's say you give the AFC. Let's let's just say only one team from the. No, you can't even really say that. You go Chiefs, Patriots, Titans, Jags, just as like potential playoff teams. I know it's early, but like, so you you run out of spots. The Ravens are three and one. Bengals are three and one. I mean, I think I think the Steelers have to win their division. Yeah. All right, Denver travels to the Jets. Jets are a one-point favorite. I'm taking Denver. Yeah. 
one point favorite. The Jets are one point favorites. Yes. Okay. Did you see? Did you look at the mentions? I did. I I couldn't understand. I don't even understand it. So that tweet, you know, sometimes tweets take them take off on their own. It's it's still the mentions are still on fire. Yeah. The amount of people defending Case Keenum underneath the tweet that I posted of the incomplete pass to Demarius Thomas on fourth down, guys, he, or on third down, he was wide open. The, that, I mean, the, the the issue. Oh God, people are stupid. The issue that people are raising, it's like it's you can be saying, you can be giving me like supporting information that's true, but still have your theory be false. Demarius Thomas not running hard on that route is neither here nor there. Throw it to the guy who's wide open. What I, Like, the idea that, first of all, Case Keenum throws that ball after he's already got his release. Here, here it is, He's five Joe. yards downfield Joe, here on it that. is. Yeah, no, trust me, I know. The, the this whole this whole like he's not running hard out of his break that's true but that's like not even here or there this tweet he didn't throw it to him he threw it to him because he was open that's res- why he threw him the ball there. the responses so whether or not he got open dogging it is not neither here nor there the responses we got on this tweet I'll be honest makes me ashamed of humanity. Not just America. Human the responses in this tweet made me ashamed of humanity. Andy. Just, just no no, here it is. I, I know we talked about it earlier and you said, but this is what it is. It's this fandom. It's this these these blinders. It's a shitty pass. Plain and simple. Case Keenum missed his wide open receiver. It's not that Demarius Thomas stopped running. It's a bad pass. Plain and simple. If you think otherwise, you're just dumb and you hate facts. Yeah. End of story. But, I mean, you're also your tweet, like, I mean, your tweet, uh, like, whatever. like The caption? Yeah. It, it, neither here nor there. Like, 18 million. Like, there's quarterbacks that are getting 40. You know what I mean? So, like, Case Keenum getting 18. Like, if you really, like, broke it down to, like, his value. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? But the point is is like to argue that he didn't miss him is ludicrous. It's ludicrous. But again, people were arguing that the Jason Hayward signing was like a worthwhile deal. Like I mean, people people are fucking arguing that Dave Roberts in a rocket ship just tied somebody in a 100-yard dash. Like people are fucking stupid. Paul Pierce might think the earth is flat. <laughs> but we do both agree we're going to take the Broncos. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Ooh, good game this week. And I already saw the shit talking uh, Jalen Ramsey was issuing. The Jags travel to KC. Where the Chiefs are a three point favorite. This is a tough one. Um, I'm going to take the Jags. I'm going to take the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are still the team to beat, but like the Chiefs don't have go undefeated, right? No, but I'm going to take them because they're at home. That's my main. It's reason. a three-point game? Yeah. It's tough. I don't want to so take the So if they Jacks. win by three, I'm right? No. 
They went by three and a half. You're right. They went by four. You're right. Three's a push. Ah, uh, we gotta adjust those standings then on some of these games. Really? Yeah. I mean, people don't know how covers work. Well, talk to your boy running this because I know for a fact. How many did the Rams win by last week? Uh, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, because it's a seven, right? It was seven. What they win by? They won by seven. It's a push. Well, I marked as I'm pretty sure I was marked as not winning that game, and you were. Right? I don't know. Because that's a push, right? Yeah. I mean, a push is a push. I don't know. Did, did was that a seven point game? Yes, I know for a fact it was a seven point game. I mean, then it just matters if we got the spread at seven, and but yeah, if it's marked as seven, then that's a push. I mean, that's how fucking gambling works. Yeah, I'm looking right now. I had, we have it marked at seven. Okay, now, well, I'm confused. What's, it says push. What does it mean when you got the score right? What do you mean? Okay, it was marked as push. Okay. Oh, man, shots fired and then retracted. It's hard to not shoot somebody after you shoot at them. I wasn't shooting. I was saying we might have to change some things. Yeah, you might have to change your... Last statement as an apology to Beverly. What am I apologizing for? Like questioning his integrity and his ability to understand point spreads. When you get the score right, that's the green. Yeah, so he gave it to both of us basically, right? No, it's just it's blue. Ah, because Brady was on there. That was fucking me all up. I see it now. (laughs) Remember my eyes. How'd Brady do that week? Brady did awful. (laughs) Did he? Yeah. Brady got six. You and I got eight. I mean, yeah. No one killed it. So it was a push. I was wrong. Okay. Sorry, Bev, on behalf of Andy. (laughs) I mean, geez. Just say sorry to the guy. (laughs) Sorry, Bev. I don't know how to read spreadsheets. (laughs) (laughs) Classic Ruther. Uh... Okay, moving on. Green Bay travels to Detroit. My, by the way, my thinking on the Kansas City game is like I think I do think the Chiefs are the class of the AFC right now, but like they're not going undefeated this year. They're gonna have to lose some games. No one's going undefeated. A, a sneaky game at home on a short week after a division game against a good defense. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Jacks. All right, I'm, I'm gonna, not saying they're gonna win outright, but I'm right. just a, I'm gonna take the Chiefs. All right, the Packers travel to the Lions. The Lions are a point favorite. I don't even understand it. I'm taking Green Bay. I'm I'm going to take the money line. I'm just taking Green Bay to win. What? I mean, the Packers are hurt? Yes, I think that's it. Mike McCarthy's a boob? Yes. But, like, don't give me a shootout situation. Where is the game? It's Detroit. Okay. I'm going to take Green Bay. Baltimore travels to Cleveland, where they are a three-point favorite. I'm going to take the Ravens. Yeah. Three seems ludicrous. I get it. Cleveland could be 4-0, but they're not. They're one, they have one win. How many games? Serious question. He's won two games in two and a quarter seasons. What does the number, how much greater than the number of actual wins 
do you have to have this season before you say, yes, that's a coaching issue? Though, it, if they get to the Browns, could be 5-0. and If they get to the Browns, could be 6-0. and How many games do they have to basically have had a serious chance to win, mismanage leads in the fourth? That's coaching. That's on your coach. Yeah, 100%. You blow a fourth quarter lead, that's your coach. Oh, the defense. Baker. The, uh. Also, I'm taking the Ravens because Tyrod Taylor is starting this week. No, he's not. Are you sure? Because I looked at the injury report and he's not on it. So, he's not injured and he's not starting? Yeah, Baker Mayfield's starting. Even though Tyrod Taylor's not injured? Correct. I'm so confused. So someone owes you money. So who's the starter this week? Baker Mayfield. And he's healthy. Correct. And Tyrod's healthy? Correct. And uh, who's the third guy? Who's the th- who's there? Drew Stan's also healthy? Correct. All of them are healthy? Correct. So basically they're just choosing which guy they think gives them the best opportunity to win? Correct. And who are they going with? Baker Mayfield. Wow. I don't know. I'm... Well, I'm going to take the Ravens regardless, but I am I'm going to sit here confused for a few minutes. Shots fired. And you know what, Andy? I want you to know something. I'm taking a page out of the Andy Ruther book on this one. That's the last I'll mention of it, and I'm not bringing in somebody to talk about it, and I'm not bring I'm going Andy Ruther style, I'm going Bronx Tale style, $100 to have him out of my life forever. I've never felt so stabbed in the back by a dirt ball. You're out of it. Wow. Goodbye. You won't be he who shall not be named. You will just not be named. That's the last we'll ever mention of it. Goodbye. Good day. Good night and good luck. I hope they don't bomb Pearl Harbor again, but I kind of do. It's not... We're, I'm. It's so, I like... We're not going to max shame him. We're not going to whatever. You're out. It's over. We're not. I'm not going to. I was going to bring in Doug to fucking talk about the wording of it. I'm not. Forget it. It's over. This is why we don't do. This is why we don't do bets with dirt balls. It's over. Can enjoy it. Take a clip of it. Episode. What is it? Episode four, whatever. 457. If I do it, shame me and bleep it. That's it. We're like, I'm not going to waste any more time with it. So regardless, if you're paid or not paid, you're done. Regardless. I'm not going to now shame pay. No, fuck you. I don't even want it. Don't pay me. Don't pay me. Be a Welch. Stay a Welch. Die a Welch. (laughs) How the tables have turned. And that's why. That's why. It's like, man, to fucking... The idea to go bat for you, nah, no. Just keep your money. Buy a fucking clue with it. No way. I mean, is he somewhere talking about fucking Drew Bledsoe is going to come back and start for the Patriots this week? <laughs> is he somewhere going like, imagine the fucking greatest show on turf if Trent Green had just stayed healthy. Tyrod Taylor's healthy. He's not starting. He's not the starter. He didn't lose his job from injury. He lost his job because he's not good, was never good. The Bills fucking embarrassed themselves in the playoffs with him. It's the same thing we talked about, Andy. Fandom. 
Why? He jumped on board when he played for his team, dug himself a hole, couldn't get out of the hole. You convinced yourself Tyrod Taylor was good because he played for the Bills. He sucked. You're stupid. You don't know anything about football. Die a Welch. All right, moving on. Giants go to the Panthers this week. Your boys are six-point dogs. Whoa, it came down. It started started higher. It didn't start over seven? It did. Oh, man, this is tough. I don't want to take the Giants. I was going to take them when it was seven and a half. I saw it at seven and a half. Oh, man. Um, it's come down. I'm going to take the Giants. People are on it. That means the, sh- that means the, big, the big money's on it. I'm going to take the Giants as well. I think it's a close game. This next spread is very interesting. Apparently, Vegas has zero faith in the Dolphins. After that ass-whooping they took, they traveled to Cincinnati this week. They're five-and-a-half-point dogs of the road. Five-and-a-half is too high. I'm going to take the Dolphins. I don't care if the Dolphins do suck, which they do. I'm not a Cincy believer. I'm still not. I'm not a Cincy believer. I'm not a Dolphins believer. When I'm neither, when I'm a believer of neither, neither team, five and a half is too high. I'm going with the Dolphins. Well, I think the spread is too high, but you and I have picked so many of the same damn picks. Therefore, see, this isn't what the guy who was tweeting with us wants to hear. This is why he's not betting with you. He's like, you're just betting against Prano. You should be betting what you believe. Not, I'm not telling you to do that, but this is what I'm. But please, take the Bengals. You might be right. Five and a half, that's. I mean, Vegas knows it's gonna be right around there. This isn't this isn't rocket science. It's hard to go fucking. It's hard to get a thirteen win week. Yeah, I'll take Cincinnati, even though I'm pretty confident they don't cover. Okay, the Raiders come down here for basically a home game at the StubHub Center. The Chargers are five point favorites. Um, that's interesting. Did you I'm, see the I'm video? Gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Chargers. I think that was I think that was the Raiders Super Bowl last week. Like I'm off the Raiders. They went to overtime. They gotta win. I I still like a lot of the guys on the Raiders. I'm still a Derek Carr guy. They have playmakers. Everybody was on San Diego early. I told you get off San Diego early because I don't think they're a fantastic team. I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. Um, but I think that they're better than the Raiders. Man, that's a tough one. But here's the thing with Phillip Rivers. He's not good at covering when he's a favorite. He's much <laughs> Yeah. He's much better at the backdoor cover. Sure. What's the spread? Five? It's five. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. No home field advantage either. No, there'll be a lot of Raiders fans there. Ton. Yeah, I watched that video. It was pretty funny. One of the one of the Ringer guys, you know, I go to the Ringer, and uh, one of their videos was uh, it was it was the video was basically I think it was called Find Try. It was they had multiple screenshots of try to find the Chargers fans. Right. Did you see it? But so so the guy did a YouTube video, and he put it up. It was pretty funny. They had multiple camera angles against the Chiefs. And he'd find like it was just it was just so depressing. Uh, I you're taking the Chargers. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Raiders to keep it close. All right, next up we have 
The Cardinals travel to San Francisco, where the Niners are a four-point favorite. The Niners travel to San Francisco, where... I'm sorry. The Cardinals travel to San Francisco. Oh. Um, I just think the Cardinals are bad. And I know that the Niners are not good, but at least the Niners showed me something last week with that Chargers game. I just think the fucking Cardinals are so, so bad. I know it's a division game. be a lot easier if this was three. But I'm still going to take the Niners. I'm going to take the Cardinals. The cover. Josh Rosen's first start on the road. All right, Minnesota travels to Philly, where the Eagles are a three-point favorite. Both teams coming off losses. Now, now the, I'm gonna, the Vikings have had a layoff. They've had a 10-day layoff. Yep. I'm going to take the Vikings. I'm an Eagle hater, so take this however you want. But I'm going to take the Vikings to win the game. I think that... Like, I I still, I don't dislike this Vikings team. I still like a lot about this Vikings team. I don't love Kirk Cousins. I've never loved Kirk Cousins. But they seem to be putting up a lot of points. Is there any sign that this Eagles team could get in a shootout like the Vikings played against the Rams and win? The Eagles offense hasn't looked that good all that's, year. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to take the Vikings. Yeah, me too. I'm going to give it a money line pick of the week. And, and by the way, I'm only going to give it a money line pick of the week simply because three, to me, like you'll get value there. Yeah, you would get value. It's worth betting. Yeah, that's not a bad bet, especially with the 10-day layoff. I think Zimmer will come in prepared. And I don't think that's a the, – the NFC East is going to be bad. Like the Eagles lose this game, they still fucking win the NFC East. Yeah. Could. All right, the Rams travel to Seattle – Seven point Rams favorites. It's a big spread. Yeah. Uh, it's a division game. These guys usually play each other tight. But like the last few years, the Rams have fucking beat up on your boy when they, they beat up on your boy when Jeff Fisher was the coach. I think that this is going to be fuck you for being the division winner of the last couple of years. I think that this is, I think, I think Sean McVay. Stays on the gas. I think this is a... I think he's going to rain piss on the Seattle Seahawks and their fans. Well, we have to talk about Mikel Kendricks being indefinitely suspended. Yeah. I read a great article on... uh, Was it Pro Football Focus or one of those sites? And it it made a great... it, It said... What is the NFL doing? It basically said this. It said, you're indefinitely suspending him because the move of the NFL is to let the court system play out. He doesn't have a court hearing till January. But they're going, unlike all the other uh, cases, he admitted he was wrong. He gave a huge apology. Like He went out in front of it right when it happened. Right. They go, dude, so basically the, the premise of the article was this, which I agree with. The NFL is saying this. By the way, quick sidebar. Mikel Kendricks is uh, another great example of why do something when you're a millionaire that other people will do better than you will ever do for you. Don't drive home drunk. Get a fucking limo. Don't be your own fucking (laughs) stockbroker. Fucking let E-Trade take the fucking fall. Or Walt. Forget, who's doing their own fucking? Forget that, Robin Hood. Who's, who's playing? The, yeah, but then these, you know, then he's making the moves. True. Let fucking somebody do it for you. 
Yeah. I mean, but it's preposterous that the NFL is doing. I mean, indefinitely pre- for a white collar crime. Well, that well, that was the point. the The article said this, and I agree. It goes, wait a second. So he suspended indefinitely for a white collar crime, which the NFL by doing this, versus the suspensions that they give to people for domestic abuse. The NFL is saying it is worse to commit a white collar crime than it is to beat the shit out of a woman. That's their stance by doing this. Yeah. Let's not go down too big of a wormhole because we already did the hypocrisy wormhole. It basically all fits into the same thing. The goddamn world is running to shit. No one knows what they're doing anymore. Pick a line. Stick to it. It's not that fucking hard. Fucking live by the sword. Die by the sword. Fucking do whatever you're going to do and stick with it. And then just say, I never got off my fucking mark. That's my deal. The NFL lost. Doesn't know what they're doing. Like the idea that this guy's gonna be suspended indefinitely when fucking I mean all the people like, is this any worse than like any fucking thing? Like we're talking about the, the, everybody on Wall Street's a fucking thief. That's the question. Is it worse to be a financial thief than? You have to ask yourself this. Everybody listening. Is it worse to do that or is it worse to beat the shit out of a woman? The fucking... I mean, come on. Will Ponds still own the Mets. They did it to hundreds of people. They were a part of the one of the greatest Ponzi schemes in American financial history. Well... I'm going to take the Rams. I'm going to agree with you. Yeah. I, I just think the Seahawks, they can't. I've watched them. You know, my boy Russ, they can't put up any damn points. They just can't. And, and Kendrick is a good, good linebacker. Yeah. And they're going to miss him. Yeah. And the Rams are coming off 10 days rest. And I agree with you. I know it's a division game. I know it's on the road. I'm still taking the Rams. All right. Your Sunday night game is a Texas battle. The Cowboys travel to Houston. The Cowboys... Are a three and a half point underdog. Oh, man, uh, man, this is talk about fucking. This is the monkey shit game of the week, right? This is Spider Man meme. <laughs> this is pointing Spider Man. Jason Garrett versus yeah. Bill O'Brien. In uh, who can fucking lose their clipboard faster? Have you seen the memes about Jason Garrett clapping? No. What are they? There's so many. They're actually really uh, the fucking on on Simmons podcast. Uh, Sal always calls him the clapper. If you watch a Cowboys game, Jason Garrett, and ever since I started seeing the memes, I've been paying attention. Jason Garrett loves to clap. Yeah. Whether it's a touchdown or second in three, they got seven yards on first down. This dude loves to clap. I. This game's in Dallas. It's in Houston. Oh, I'm going to take Dallas, man. I'm going to take Dallas, too. That half, that half point. Yeah, because I think both these teams are bad, but at, but at least fucking, yeah, I don't know. I I don't even know who I would take. Like, If I needed a life coach, I don't know who I'd take. Jason. I guess I'd take Jason Garrett because uh, he went to Princeton and he once won 13 games, and Bill O'Brien's never, ever, 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 at any level, including college, ever had a great season, ever, ever. 
the Bill O'Brien fucking, I mean. Let me ask you something. And we forgot to talk about this other player. I'm going to ask you both players. First, Des Bryant, former Cowboy. Yeah. Is he on a team this year? Um, you know, we're entering week five. What? Why now? That's my point. I say no. Because I say why, no, too. I, to me, he would have been signed already. What receiver has to go down where then you sign Des? Like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, let, let's play a hypothetical. You're the Bears. And one of your receivers goes down. You're bringing Dez into this situation? No. But the Browns didn't bring him in. Right. The Browns got rid of their baggage. I mean, I guess the Browns being a fucking disaster organization with a... Having looked at him, or like if like Landry went down... Well, this says it all. Yeah. The Patriots basically chose Josh Gordon over Dez Bryant. Giving something for Josh Gordon exactly. as opposed to just signing Des Bryant. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that is the, the telltale sign of where the NFL is at with Des. They don't want him. And then we forgot to bring up Le'Veon Bell. I don't understand. He's coming back week seven. I don't understand either, but that was, yeah. I, I don't. Why is he waiting a few more weeks? I, because I guess he's still not getting fucking paid and he doesn't want the miles on him. Okay. I don't know. I don't under like how he's not like prepared to play like yeah, I don't understand it at all. I guess he's being like fuck you, you refuse to pay me, but I'm I'm refusing to like lose out on the whole year. So maybe I'll make it so that you guys are still really bad and then maybe you'll trade me? I don't know. Yeah, I don't get it either. All right, well, last game, Monday night game, the Redskins travel to New Orleans. The Saints are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Too high to me. Um, Redskins, I said the whole year, will sneaky amount of wins because they'll they'll play the fucking Alex Smith. Like, 100% chance of winning at least eight games, 0% chance of winning the Super Bowl. That's too high a spread. I'm going to take the uh, the Redskins. All right. I will take Oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to take the Saints. I don't normally like picking spreads that big, but I'll take the Saints. All right, those are our week 5 NFL picks. Joe, we have not done calls forever. So I'm going to put out the dirtball bat signal, guys. If you want uh some questions answered, hotline 310-359-8365. I promise we will play some calls next week. We'll get to that. And uh, did we lose it? I don't know what's going on here. I think we might have lost it. So let's wrap this up. Uh, DirtySports.com. You can follow me at Andy Ruther. iTunes reviews, as always. I'm dropping. Uh, I'm sending out. If you, if you drop. Yeah, you're right. I'm saying drop a lot. If you drop an iTunes review, if you leave an iTunes review, I'll send you koozies. If you drop an iTunes review, I'll drop you a koozie. Prano? Uh, JoePrano.com for shows. Uh, just put it on my Twitter. Just put it on the Kooks Twitter. Uh, Eddie Ift is doing a great charity, uh, Save the Waves, which is a uh, charity that's for like environmental, ocean cleanup, safety, all that stuff. Uh, pretty good show. Surfing comedians, me, Lachlan, uh, Chad Goes Deep, Moshe Kasher. I think Sal Masekela of X Games fame is hosting the whole thing. Eddie, of course. Um, so if you're in the L.A. area, 
Uh, that's at the Comedy Store on November 4th um, in the main room. Oh, nice. Which is always awesome. So if you're in L.A., great show. All those guys are awesome. Um, so come to that. If you're not in L.A., I've got uh, the Bay Area, JoePrano.com, uh, in November. And going to start adding shows. Got Going to have to get an East Coast trip again soon. So go there. JoePrano on Instagram. At Fix Your Life on Twitter. Awesome. And subscribe on YouTube, guys. Lots of great comments today. We appreciate all the dirtballs watching the show. All right, guys. That is our episode. Have a great week. And most importantly, don't forget, condoms are for pussies. <laughs>